Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. No matter where you may find yourself as you listen to this, and welcome to the show that made, that first of all, allergies refuses to let me be great. It refuses to let me be great, but like a brave soldier, I, I think fight it's on. refuse. I don't think it's plural. I think allergies refuse to let you be great. Not whatever, whatever, whatever the the, t- the the correct tense is. It, don't get it, tense in here, man. It sucks. And also, welcome to the show that might be looking for a Bars. new white guy. <laughs> we might have to find a new white guy because somebody is feeling himself a little bit too much these days. You know what I'm saying? I hear starting Facebook wars. You know what I'm saying? And all this black other and stuff. yellow, black and yellow. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. Also. Dr. Thunder, Dr. Pepper, both better than Mr. Pid. So anyway. Crazy. So anyway. You you crazy, man. I would not take that slander. This is another. Dr. Thunder? Wait, I'm doing the intro. I'm doing the intro. My bad, my bad, my bad. You tuned into another episode with these disrespectful cats of It's a Black and White Thing. I'm your boy, Carlos. You can call me A1. You can also call me Dan. Uh, you can check out the show, soundcloud.com backslash brains and bars to check out all the episodes. Coming soon, Yep, all the episodes will be on iTunes, but you can go to iTunes right now and subscribe. And I think from like episode 16 up until the current one, you can check out everything we got right there. Facebook.com, search uh, at brains and bars or it's a black and white thing. You can like the page. Share that as well. Tell a friend to tell a friend. It's them again. Also, Twitter.com at Brains and Bars. And also on Snapchat, although I'm still trying to figure out Snapchat. It seems pretty stupid. I'm going to be completely honest with you. Uh, at Brains and Bars on Snapchat to add us on Snapchat. I guess I could have been snapping the show while we were sitting here talking. But whatever. Anyway, Snapchat is dumb, so I'm not really down with it right now. Um, <laughs> so, as always, I'm joined by my maybe. Maybe. We may be heading for a divorce. Esteemed. <laughs> uh joined by my my maybe homie, maybe ace a war. What's up? What's, what's good with you, goody, man? good, 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 y'all. This is the part of the show that is not blasphemous towards Snapchat or Mr. Pib. I really don't get it. Snapchat is legit, and so is Mr. Pib. But I do want to tell you that I might have a mistress in the drink industry because I stopped by a quick trip, and the homie Los that is with us again um, this week, shout out to Los, yo, yo, told me to pick him up a Mango Madness Snapple. Now, I've never been like a real Snapple person. Um, just the only time I ever use Snapple is when I'm freestyling because it goes with battle, you know, and that's pretty easy to rhyme. But I never drank a Snapple, but this Mango Madness is pretty legit. So that's what I'm looking forward to, th- to this week, drinking some more Mango Madness Snapple. What's up? All right, cool, cool. So, uh, I'm trying to think. We get everything. Oh, as always, we are or at no, least we're most not. of the time. Yeah, we're in the MMP Studios, uh, home of the quote unquote. You put your put the air quotes. Silent producer Trent. Yes. Um, you know, back again with the Hello Kitty Mike. You know what I'm saying? Uh, back once again. Apparently, he's. I'm minded. pretty sure Hello Kitty Mike was like trending last week. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, so he's miming right now. And I'm pretty sure he's not talking because he was eating something. That's why he wasn't picking up the mic to say something. Uh, but we, you'll hear from him throughout this episode at certain points. Um, and joining us for the second <laughs> week in a row uh, is the homie Lowe's. Uh, What's up with you, man? Two weeks in a row, man. Yeah, trying he, to bully this broadcast. Yeah, <laughs> trying to get my name at it. <laughs> he, he's got a taste of this podcast life, and now he's like, you know. Hey, Joe he, Rogan. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's, he's got to be podcast, here. Man. We don't look out for my podcast coming up pretty soon. Cool, cool. As long as we on there, you know, we'll we be straight. We'll be straight. Yeah. You shout us out, we shout you out, man. Okay, I, I get that. I yeah. That. Also, also. Yes, thing, tell them what else you do. Um, I do a radio show called The Sports Disciples Wednesday, every Wednesday and Saturday evening, 645 to 715, Praise 95.3 FM, KCPZ. If you're in the Kansas City metro area, check us out. Um, download the app. Um, search for Praise 95.3. You'll find it. Check it out. Uh, good Christian hip-hop and R&B. Also some preaching, some sports, some lifestyle stuff. So we got a little bit of everything there. Shout out to Chef Dev and the good people over there. Um, shout out to Mr. Marvin, my co-host on that show. All right, so if, you, so if you're new to this show, first of all, welcome. Um, just to give you a brief, quick overview, this show was a brainchild of me and the homie A-Ward um, and our group text with all the other homies on Saturdays. We would argue about SEC football and college football in general about who we thought, you know, was was top, was the top stories or if the SEC was any good. They wanted us to shut up. They got tired of us arguing back and forth. That was like, you guys should have a, a podcast. I was like, sure, we should have a podcast called The Black and White Thing. And two years ago, it got kicked off um, in this basement. Actually, not in this basement. Actually, in my house first because the schedule wouldn't allow me and A-Ward to link up. And then, like, maybe a month after I started doing this by myself, we linked up for the first time in this basement, MMP Studios. Uh, with the homie Trent, and we've been doing the show on and off for about two years. So. And this basement has the same amount of water bottles two years later as it did <laughs> two years before for its guests. <laughs> and that, my friend, is why you had to stop and buy Mango Madness. Yep, yep. So also the, the tagline for this. Consistency is key. Yeah. Consistency <laughs> is key. <laughs> so the tagline for the show is the only show where you get brains and bars, as you can see. I'm the well, as you can't see, as you can hear, <laughs> I'm the brains of the operation. Awar has the bar, so he's got the witty, you know, comebackers. I call him. He's the Chandler from Friends. Yeah, um, you know that is that is him. He uses uh, humor to deflect. Yeah, um, everything, everything, tension, pain, everything, whatever it is, he's going to use humor to deflect it. So Mike Epps' voice. Yep. So Every you know, time. welcome. Thank you guys for listening to those who have been faithful listeners. We appreciate y'all. So anyway. Uh, just going to jump right into it. What we learned this week, a um, couple of things. First of all, so fantasy football season is coming to an end. Uh, we're reaching to the you know the semifinals of this weekend for most people. Championship round coming up this starting Thursday night, ending on Monday night. And so you know tensions are running high. If you've if you've ever played fantasy football, um, I mean tensions are normally always high, but once you get to the playoffs. Everything becomes magnified, you know, you know, who do you start? Who do you bench? Like you're going, uh, you're, you're agonizing over every single move because one move could be the difference between a title and second place. Like starting Stefan Diggs or starting, I don't know. Jeremy Macklin. Jeremy Macklin, yeah. 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 Yeah, so or sitting Kenny Steele's. Who, who was it? No, Brandon Cook. Brandon Cook. Yeah, Brandon, Cooks Brandon went Cooks off. went off. Yee. You know, so you know tensions run high, and so you know you get a little frustrated, especially if early on things aren't looking good during the during the early games. I would suggest don't look at your phone at your fantasy app during the early games. Don't worry about it. You can't control it. Wait at least until the afternoon games, late afternoons after halftime before you start looking at scores because it's just going to stress you out. And defenses are going to have an ungodly amount of points. Yeah, I mean, so you can't control it, right? It's random, completely random. So 
um, you know, people get upset. And so the homie Ricky, uh, Ricky got on Twitter and uh, sent the message uh, <laughs> about not starting a couple of players ever again. Uh, Directly because, to the players? Yeah, he added them. So what I learned this week is people do this anyway, but don't be that guy. Like, don't get on Twitter or Facebook and be like, yo, uh, I'm never starting you again, you bums. Secretly, A1 has been that guy before. Oh, I've been that guy. Look, so, I got on Twitter and this, I didn't at Bill O'Brien, but um, Bill O'Brien and his ineptitude and the <laughs> game against the Raiders in Mexico City cost me a W uh, in a must-win game for me to make the playoffs. And so I said, if I ever see Bill O'Brien on the streets, like I'm going to fight him. No, hands I'm not on going sight. To no, I'm not going to fight Bill O'Brien just because it's not that deep. But in the moment, tensions get high, you get upset. And things happen. So over this past weekend, Todd Gurley was a high pick, a high draft pick in a lot of people's leagues. I'm in five of them. I got Gurley in one of them. Um, he, it was a huge disappointment. Um, unfortunately, it's not all his fault. I mean, Jeff Fisher is Jeff Fisher, the offense. I think Todd called it after the Seattle game a middle school offense. <laughs> um, so, you know, he's had a really down season. I think the the stats were he hasn't rushed for 100 yards in – 10 of his last 11, 11 games. Wow. So, you know, he's frustrated because he wants to be great. He wants his team to be great. Well, Todd Gurley owners also frustrated. A guy reached out to him and said, if I ever see you in the streets, I'm going to fist fight you. <laughs> and I, that's a quote. I'm going to fist fight you. Now, first of all, anyone who uses the word fist fight right. to talk about wanting to fight you has no hands. <laughs> they, are ne- they are not a threat. <laughs> Zero hands <laughs> at all. We're okay. gonna have a fist fight after school, right? No, no, we're not. <laughs> right? I'm gonna whoop you. <laughs> That's basically how that conversation goes. <laughs> and so basically, Ty Gurley saw. I mean, he added him. So Ty Gurley responded, "Pull up, then." Have you ever seen Old Brother Where Art Thou? No. Okay. All right. Great movie. Great yeah. movie. Yeah. Great That's what movie. I think about fist fights in the laundromat when his hands are just like a bun. Like how that dude's fighting. <laughs> Great movie, by the way. So, Great again, Todd Gurley told him pull up then. And I wanted him to – I wanted that to be a Temecula moment. I don't know if you ever heard of the story of Meet Me in Temecula. Um, I think it's the dude, Dragonfly Jones, on Twitter, got into it with a Kobe fan. He was upset. He was like, yo, meet me in Temecula. Uh, Dragonfly Jones was like, bet, I'm on my way. Dude drove to Temecula to meet him, and he was like, man, I'm cracking up. I'm at my mom's house, like, chilling. I think it was, like, over Thanksgiving. I'm at my mom's house chilling, watching this fool tweet pictures of him in Temecula. So, you know, I wish that homie would have rolled up on Ty Gurley, um, and then we could have – this is where we can play the clip of Akeem Tlaib. When I see him, I'm going to beat his <laughs> So, right. you know what I'm saying? So it, don't be that guy. Like, don't be that guy on social media upset that your fantasy team is underperforming. Look. I'll even one up, oh boy. Quick story. I got a couple of uh, a couple of story times with Uncle A One, right? So 2009, 2010, um, I'm playing fantasy football. Roy Williams of the Cowboys took Roy Williams of the Cowboys, like second round, third round pick. Roy Williams stinks up the joint. He's horrible. He's terrible. One day I'm sitting at home. I'm angry because Roy Williams is dropping pass after pass. He's stinking up the joint, and I start googling Roy Williams' address. I start looking up Roy Williams' address because I'm about to book a flight to Texas and I'm about to throw hands with Roy Williams. Roy Williams was a bum and didn't know the <laughs> routes and, com- and complained 
about getting the ball, and he dropped every pass Ever, he was thrown to. Bro. I remember him vividly, and I do not like him until this day. Hey, three out of four of us are going to be booking a flight to Texas. <laughs> 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 and that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, like, I that's when I knew it was time for me to get out of the fantasy game. Um, and so, you know, I almost got out. I actually won the championship that year. I said I was going to retire, and then a year later I was back in it again in this wonderful uh, winner-go-home league that all of us are a part of. So, again, man, I'm just saying. Roy don't. Williams played for Oklahoma in college? Texas. Texas. I knew it was a Big 12 school. Thanks. Uh, the other Roy Williams you think about is a safety. Yeah, that's right. Who yeah. do you play for? He also played for the Bengals, played for the Cowboys as well. In college. Uh, Roy Williams, Oklahoma. Okay, the then, I get, then I had, then I had, yeah, I had a semi right. <clears throat> yeah. So yeah, Roy Williams, the safety played at Oklahoma. Yeah, don't Roy be Williams that guy. Receiver. Yeah, don't be. It's that not guy. that deep. It's really not. It's really not. Um. Also, what it's, I learned this especially week, especially if you didn't even have a chance to go to the uh, Super Bowl. I mean, I guess he did, somebody could could have had a chance, but if you don't have a chance to go to Super Bowl, then you should probably just chill because people who actually make it to that fantasy football. Championships are probably great people. Trent, we're going to get. I think to you, you were like looking for the word echelon, <laughs> but you're like I it seen like the gears turning in your head, and your hand was moving up, and I thought, well, his hand is going higher, so he's going to say people that make it to that echelon, but he just said people that make it to that championships. <laughs> like uh, I don't know what just happened, Trent. His vocabulary would not allow him <laughs> to go that far. Yeah. <laughs> To go to that <laughs> uh, echelon. <laughs> like, that's a college word. <laughs> yes, we're going to get there, Trent. It's on the docket, bro. We'll, yeah, we'll it's get there. It's on the point. docket. Yeah. <laughs> on the docket. Yeah, we got you. All right. But, yo, uh, another thing I learned this week, man. So, we hear all the time people talk about athletes and sports and they get millions of dollars to play a game. And, you know, I would play it for free and blah, 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 blah. We hear all this stuff about how – and what it really is is just a bunch of people jealous that they didn't have the talent to make it to that level so they could get paid millions of dollars to play a game. Well, this weekend, this past weekend in the NFL, um, in a couple of places here in Kansas City and Chicago, at game time, the temperatures were at zero or below. Um, tickets for the Chiefs versus Titans, I think, were going for as low as $2. I think I might have saw a dollar somewhere because it was just that cold outside but you still had to pay 40 to park isn't that ridiculous but still you could you could have said i went to a chiefs game for 40 bucks that's still i wouldn't have went to the chiefs game for that one well look reporters were talking about their phones were freezing so their phones were shutting down it was that cold outside like it would not turn on and what i learned this week is now growing up you know i think all of us wanted to have that moment of playing outside in the snow at least me and my friends did one christmas day it snowed we went outside and played football for about 30 minutes then after we got after we was falling around the snow and it got too cold in the house, we all wanted to, to do that as a kid. But as an adult, as a mature man, there was not enough money in the world to you could have paid me to go play football this past weekend out in the cold. You could have said, "A one, I got ten million. You go give me sixty snaps in the cold over the course of the game. Ten million, I'm good. I'm not you, doing it. A one, you crazy? <laughs> I'm not doing it. You crazy? Man. Like. Not at negative temperatures, bro. Ten million dollars? Nope. nope. Not doing it. Not doing it. Not for ten million. And when your son grows up and you give him fifty dollars on graduation and he looks at you and says, Dad, remember uh seventeen years ago when you could have been ten million dollars? Son, you you did you go to the league then. 
Because I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. It's too cold outside, bro. No. Like I don't, I, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I believe it. Like, I, I it's a lot it. of stuff. It's a lot Until of stuff. Until the I would opportunity do. presents itself, of course, for it to happen. I'm Sounds not good. It. Yeah, I'm not. Sounds gonna good. It. So let's. Listen, if the listen, Chiefs call me, y'all have to remember. Apparently, this just became a show for four people now, and there's not a co-host and a co-host. <laughs> I, I just. I'm, this is my second time out. <laughs> I'm just pointing out the fact that this is coming from a guy who enjoys a nice thong sandal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> And <laughs> that and? wasn't awkward, right? Right, and what? millions of people wasted a timeout on a thong sandal. Enjoy thong sandals. You not really saying nothing. No, I can't stand thong sandals. Trent likes he wears thong sandals. Oh, he does, and salmon colored shorts. I'm sure of. <laughs> I'm sure of it. To match his mic. Yeah. <laughs> Full circle here. Full circle. Full. But I'm just saying, man. I mean, I get what you're saying. It's too cold. Me I mean, what is the guy that the the rent is too? You know. It's well, too it's high. too cold, <laughs> right? To be outside playing yeah. football. So I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, it's just it's just too cold. So y'all can hit me up. Maybe I'm tripping. All right, let's put it in better perspective because the Chiefs wouldn't offer me 10 million. The Chiefs said we'll give you one year salary, which I think the minimum is somewhere around three. Oh. It, it might be between three and four hundred thousand okay. minimum. It might be up to half a mil. I still wouldn't do it. Like it's not enough, bro. Like it's just it's just it's too cold. So that's all I'm saying. All right. I'm gonna go on record to say, if you give me a thousand dollars, I'll be out there playing football. I definitely not. I mean, you least to get my attention, you least got to start a hundred thousand. Nah, at least it's but, football, man. Dude, it's cold outside. The hits you're taking, and when you hit that turf, I know the Chiefs field is heated, but it still don't make it no better when you hit the ground. I'm just saying, let mm. me get out there hit. Nah, I'm straight. Anyway, last thing I learned. This is gonna be a really short one. Um, so we talked about me being followed by Jose Bautista on Twitter uh, last week. Um, this week, and this happened like I think last night. Um, Harlan Hill, um, Harlan Hill is a political analyst. He does some stuff for CNN, does some stuff for Fox. Um, he is also kind of noteworthy because he was a former Democratic um, consultant who, after Hillary was nominated, went started a D Democrats for Trump. Hashtag, and he started trying to get Democrats on to Trump's ticket. Um, he followed me on Twitter last night. So that is noteworthy because I'm going to tweet Harlan after this show drops and be like, yo, um, I would love to have you on the show. You can talk about, talk about some politics, talk about Trump's transition, um, his thoughts on the election, what the Democratic Party needs to do to uh, regain the White House or the House or, or Congress or whatever. Um, so I'd love to have you on. Um, and this also leads to my other story time with Uncle A1, right? So I've talked about in the past that there is a prominent rap artist that has blocked me on Twitter. Um, I mean, when I say prominent, like he's a pioneer of Southern rap. He's a part of one of the greatest rap groups of all time. And so I'm going to tell that story real quick, right? So I used to be addicted to Twitter. Um, I used to have tweet logics. I used to read every tweet on my timeline. So like if I had a thousand of them joints, I would literally start from the bottom and scroll all the way up to the top until I read every last one of them, right? So I used to be addicted to Twitter. So I used to follow a lot of people. Um, one of the people I used to follow, you know, was Bun B. So, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I used to follow, because Bun B, at that point, like, I got turned on to follow him on Twitter because of his political tweets, his work he does. He teaches a class, I think, at Rice University and some other stuff, right? So I follow him 
on Twitter. And it got to a point to where I was like, man, I'm following too many people. I need to pare down my timeline. So I did some cleaning. I didn't really engage with him like that on Twitter. So I was like, I'll take him out. Right. So around the time Uncle Phil died, James Avery, when he passed, people were on Twitter pulling up Bun B's picture and saying, rest in peace, James Avery. Right. Because, you know, all black people look alike. And so, you know, Bun B, bald head dude, got a beard. So obviously he's Uncle Phil. And so this meme was floating around Twitter and I'm kind of checking it out like, dang, like that's messed up. So all I all I tweeted was. Man, another person has confused Bun B with Uncle Phil, SMH, right? Didn't think nothing of it, didn't add him, went on about my life. And so one day, um, someone retweeted Bun B on my timeline. So I was like, let me go just lurk his timeline, see what he's talking about. I click on his name. That mug says, this user has blocked you from reading his tweets. And I'm like, yo, like, what's the deal? Like, why am I blocked by Bun B? Like, I don't understand. So I had to go through a Twitter search. And I'm like, yo, like, I do a Twitter search, and that is the last tweet with me ever mentioning Bun B. He blocked me because I was like, yo, people are saying you're James Avery. And so if someone who knows Bun B, I'm not too, I'm not too <laughs> proud to beg in this instance, not necessarily because I want to follow him again, but I just don't, I don't want to be blocked by one of the pioneers of Southern rap, one of the legends of Southern rap. So if someone knows Bumby, can get this into his hands, Bumby, I was not trying to slander you. I wasn't trying to say you look like James Avery. I was just making an observation. So if you could unblock me, I greatly appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, that has been story time with Uncle A1, and that's what I've learned this week. So now we're going to move on to the homie A Award. What's up, y'all? What are you looking forward to? I was looking forward to that story ending. Jeez. <laughs> um no. That that's that's that was good. That was very um um yeah. Very informational. Yeah, very informational. Yeah. Um what am I looking forward to this week? Um well Christmas shopping. I have a lot of that to do. Um which is probably not the smartest thing. I'm hoping that a lot of these stores are open twenty four seven because I don't have that much time. And they got like four or five days. So I'm looking forward to that. Another thing I'm looking forward to this week is, um, let's see. Um, I'm looking forward to see if any more collegiate players drop out of playing in their bowl games. Um, so by now we've got Leonard Fournette. And then this week Christian McCaffrey decided that he's not going to play in his bowl game for Stanford. Now, I do not think this is due to very freezing temperatures. I think this has to do with um, just the ability or the the risk of maybe getting injured before the draft. But I'd kind of like to see if this becomes more of a trend. I don't know that in the past, that there are many years, this has been kind of magnified to this level. We don't think we've had many discussions in the past years of first-round talent that does not play in their bowl games, all right? I don't think – I think, to me, this is – I've never heard of this before. Yeah. Not not someone without an injury. Other than like yeah, Jadavion Clowney. I don't know if Clowney even played. Any. I mean, he just he announced he was leaving. I thought before the game, or he definitely, okay. or he if he did it. If he announced he was leaving, he did it from the podium. Okay. After the game against, it wasn't Michigan. Michigan was a year before. Yeah. So I was just wondering if that. Yeah, like I said, if this would catch on to you know to collegiate athletes outside of just the two that have first-round talent that would say maybe, you know what, I think I'm going to follow in those footsteps. So do you? So what do you think about that? Do you think that I think if okay? you're healthy and you've been healthy, then you should play, period. 
Um, Fournette, he's missed quite a few games this year. Um, I don't know that he ever got to 100%, uh, so I kind of understand. And I also understand that, I mean, the backup guys, like, has been killing things. They're really not missing a lot with Fournette not playing, period. Um, which is saying, uh, it's ridiculous to say, because he's going to be top 10 pick in the NFL draft. So it's hard to, I mean, it's crazy. Um, McCaffrey, I haven't followed that much this year. But from what I understand is, I mean, he's been playing as of late. And from what I understand, he's been 100%. So I don't really understand that move. Well, I mean, I think for them, I think, I think a lot of those guys looked at what happened to Jalen Smith. Last year, although Jalen Smith tweeted out today, I think that even with what happened, he said he would still play. Um, but I think they're looking at him, and he was slated to be a top three, top five pick. He got hurt. Yes, I know a lot of people talk about that's what they have insurance for. Yeah, but the insurance doesn't make up completely for the loss. So mm-hmm. had Jalen Smith, I think, fallen outside the second round, he would have got a $5 million insurance policy. He collected on part of that because he fell to the second round. Um, and... You know, endorsement-wise, I'm pretty sure he would have had more endorsements. He only has one endorsement. It's with New, with new Era. Mm-hmm. Um, but he doesn't have a shoe deal. Any of those other endorsements, that would have come with being a top-five pick. So I think they were looking at him and just not wanting to get hurt in one final game. It's a meaningless game. It's not like it's for the playoff. To me, that would be a really big story if, you know, if let's just say Derrick Henry last year goes – uh-uh, I'm done. You know, I think that's a big thing. I don't see it being a trend. Yeah. Other than you'll see a couple of first-round guys do it who have the juice to do it. Like, you won't see a third-round guy doing it because they're going to kill him. Although some scout called them um, a kitty cat huh. uh, for sitting out uh, anonymous. So, obviously, the coward didn't put his name to it. Do you think those will be questions that are brought to their attention during combines, like for character analysis and different things like that? No, because, I mean, you – I mean, I think most people get it. Like, you – you're not getting paid. So if you get hurt again, you know, if, if Fournette breaks his leg or let's just say like he has like a Marcus Lattimore type injury. Um, I think Marcus Lattimore talked about, you know, he definitely understands and who'd better to speak on that than him, you know, because he was seen as a first round, maybe second round talent. And his career got into basically. I found it funny because Danny Cannell was like, and you're not really playing for anything. And like he literally said that on ESPN, and Joey Galloway's like, like, wait, what? Like, you know, and he's like, I could under, like, if if you were in the playoff or if you're going for a national championship, I can understand, but you're just in one of these bowl games, and you're not really playing for anything. And, and Joey Galloway is like, I would hate for you to be the college coach of my team <laughs> at halftime <laughs> during you know <laughs> one of these bowl games. Like, okay, guys, well, we're not really playing for anything, you know. And he really kind of belittled the whole idea of bowl games in a sense. Um, but I mean, five and seven Mississippi State plays in a bowl game this week, so you know. <laughs> I mean, and I and I understand that kind of thing because one thing the coaches talk about is getting those extra practices in for those young guys. You know, it makes sense if you have a young team. Or I heard somebody mention a good idea would, would be if you could allow your redshirt freshman to play. Yeah. So, like you know, if you redshirt a guy, he's out for the entire season unless you pull it due to injuries or necessity or whatever. Yeah. Allow those guys to play, but allow them to maintain that, that red shirt uh, would be a good idea to preserve, <laughs> you know, some of your star players if they decide not to yep. play. So. Another thing I'm looking forward to this week, I think I mentioned it last week or it was the podcast before, but I had made the statement that there was not a college basketball game that had really drawn me into the basketball season yet. Like, we, I think you may mention it, KU in Indiana was pretty good. and um, But this week, I saw a college basketball game that brought everything full circle, and I'm sure you were tuned in as well. 
Um, but that Kentucky and North Carolina game, one of the best college basketball games that I've seen in a long time. Game was fire. Um, even better that North Carolina lost. I think we can all agree with that. Um, oh well, few of us, but um. <clears throat> You know, Anyways. you know, I really don't even like Calipari at all, so I really could have cared less. But yeah, um, that that I'm looking forward to some more good college basketball. I think conference plays coming, um, coming up for everybody. So that's what I'm looking forward to this week. Nothing too crazy, um, and some more mango madness, Snapple. By the way, speaking of that game, it wasn't on the agenda, but since you brought it up, my point, I think, I feel like it was made when you saw the athletes Kentucky had. I know the homie Jesse was like, dude, you, you had McDonald's All-Americans on the floor, too. I realized that. But you look at Malik Monk, De'Aaron Fox, Bam Adebayo, um, the other kid whose name I can't remember. But you look at those at the, at those guys and you look at that athleticism like it's another level. Um, and Malik Monk, 47 points. My Lord. Um, crazy. Hand down. Man down. Man down. <laughs> crazy. He was not playing. Man. You know, Yo. so – so, yeah, so, I mean, I, we appreciate what you're looking forward to. Um, so, we're going to get into some other topics. Uh, what kind of topics on. do we got today? Because I didn't really, um, you know. I, yeah. I, yeah. I, I've, hey, I feel you. I barely got the itinerary out here. Um, so, in my head, I always feel like I have in my head, like, I'm going to get the itinerary out, and it never happens. Like, I have it in my head, and then I forget about it. Lowe's better not fall asleep on us. Oh, man. I'm waiting better for Better not fall asleep Bro, on us. if you start snoring, like, the mic is going to be right there to capture it. Yes. Matter of fact, turn his mic up just in case. But anyway, uh, but, uh, you know, so first topic we're going to get into, we only talk about baseball uh, if the Royals are in it, the Cubs are in it, or something like this story happens. Uh, Bryce Harper is entering the final year of his contract, twenty starting the 2016 season. He leaked out that he, through his agent or through someone, that he is seeking a 10-year, $400 million contract from the Washington Nationals. Um, and, you know, I think a lot of people, when they heard that, they were like, well, you're starting right fielder for the New York Yankees. <laughs> Bryce Harper. I mean, I don't know if the Nationals would pay that. Um, obviously, he's – one of their stars. He's the cornerstone. The real, real reason I'm bringing this story up, not because the money is absurd, is because I want to, you know, I was the one who said that in 20 years you'll see a player make a half a billion dollars in baseball, and we are headed that way. We might be there in the next 15 years if this keeps. Now, Giancarlo Stanton's contract is 300,000, isn't it? Three. I think he's either 325 or 375. Hold on, let me see. Hold on. I think it's 375 because I think. Uh, Miguel Cabrera before him was either 325 or 350. Yeah, so no, I don't think we're very far removed from that at all. Which is mind-boggling when you think about it. When you think that a player's contract could be worth more than the GDP of, like, third-world countries. 325 million. For Stanton? Carlos Stanton, yes. So he's at 325. Then the Miguel had to be – what is Miguel Did Cabrera? you hear what he said? He called him Carlos Stanton. 13 Stanton. years. That was over 13 years. Did uh, you call him Carlos because he doesn't know sports. He's just here to interrupt. Stanton, what are you talking about? <laughs> he just he mentioned he just say the We're first talking name. about Drew Stanton. What is his first name? What is his no. first name? How do you say his I don't know how to say his first name. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I don't know how to say his first name. I know it starts with a G 
and then some words, then Carlos instead. John Carlo. Although it used to be Mike. He went from Mike to John Carlo. John Carlo? Yes. Yeah, that don't look like a nobody's John Carlo. Hey, I like Mike. That's a that's a dope that's a dope like alias. Yeah, yeah. I, I can get down with Mike. So what does Cabrera make? Hold on, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. I could have swore he okay, okay. So he's two ninety two. So went two ninety two. So A Rob was two seventy two. Miguel Cabrera two ninety two, and now Giancarlo three twenty five. Which then I would think because if so, if you don't understand the significance of what I'm saying is, major league superstar baseball contracts are set off a of precedent. So A Rod kind of set the bar at two fifty two. Miguel Cabrera then goes, I have numbers that are comparable or better to his. I deserve more. So that's how you get to two ninety two. Stanton does the same thing, and now Bryce Harper, who's coming off a terrible season. Um, after his MVP year, is now saying I'm worthy of 400 million. Which, if he gets that money, like that would be unfreaking believable. I would think he's going to land somewhere around 375, 380 though. I don't see him getting to that 400 million. But this is to let you know, fathers, listen to this show. If you have young men, little boys, go get a go get a t-ball set. Yep. Go get a bat, put it in their hands, and make them work at least five hours a day. Because I mean, the bread is guaranteed. And today we learned. A1 has impeccable hand-eye coordination. Hold on, hold on. I mean, did we not prove this when we were in Miami? Did we not prove this? Hey, hey. Did we not prove this? I I will say that I was surprised to see that A1 had some hands on him. Yeah. And I was like, he just keeps catching it. I like, he, he, he like, he looked like uh, not as pale Jason Witten out there. Okay. Okay. Like the way the ball was just like like they just like he had some hands. And he was kind of throwing that thing. Yeah, like that. Yeah, the wind up was Blake Bortles. Oh no, it was not. Yeah, the <laughs> oh, the wind oh, up no, it was, was like it was I Blake could be a, Bortles. I could be a QB coach for Blake Bortles and help him get his throwing motion right cuz he is right-handed T-ball. A T-Bone. young leftwich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you yeah. go. There you go. Yeah. Uh, what's the other guy that came in for leftwich? Um Charlie Batch? Garrard. Oh. <laughs> Dave He's a he. I think he's a David Garrard. Hilarious. That caliber. Yeah, that caliber. Uh-huh. I'll take it. I'll take their bread too. <laughs> you know Not playing in the cold though. Apparently. Yeah. So you. Yeah. yeah. I need. Yeah. I need to. I need to play in uh, the NFC South. Yeah. There you go. NFC South, AFC South. You know what I'm saying? Especially AFC South because I get a couple of domes. I got play in. I could take. I could take Blake Bortles. Hey. 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 I could take yeah. Blake Bortles' spot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? All, all I'm saying, give me a call. I, they can't do no worse. He's not that bad. He ain't that bad. Who ain't that bad? Blake Bortles. You a lie. He not didn't get bad. set down. You a lie. They, who they? He, he didn't get set down. They don't day. have anybody to replace him with. I, the, they well, they set down Brock Osweiler for the Savage Kid. Well, he's that did. bad. The Savage Kid. I love that. <laughs> he is that bad. But Osweiler's he's a, trash. Uh, Osweiler's but to quote Bomani Jones, he is a legend at the bank. He and is a legend. All that matters. Yes. He is a legend at the bank. But for no, seriously, man, Blake Bortles. So I said this because Blake Bortles, again, going back to fantasy football, I drafted Allen Robert Robinson, and Blake Bortles ruined his season because he didn't throw to Allen Robinson. He threw at Allen Robinson in his general sp- sp- specific area. He couldn't get him the ball. He stinks. He's terrible. He had I a really good year last year. It was a fluke, and it's because they were playing from behind all the time. So is Todd Gurley yeah. terrible? No, 
his offense is terrible. But he had a really good year last year and not one good one. Also. Because his offense can't block for him. Blake Bortles is a is his is it's his own fault. It's his own man. I'm not I'm not arguing this with y'all. Like he I'm just not. happens to throw interceptions that we get returned for a touchdown. Yeah, he does throw a like, lot. Like that's his only problem. He, he People don't just that. pick him off. They pick him off and then run for six. Yeah, and that's his only downfall. Yep. If he just threw picks, just regular, <laughs> then nobody would even say anything. And they might him. have a couple more wins. Yeah, I mean, but he just happens what to a, throw What an improvement. Sixes. What an improvement. If he could just throw regular picks, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, that would, be a, that would be a great improvement. Uh, that would be a great improvement. Wow. All right, so do we need to get back to baseball? Because I know we kind of transitioned that. Nah, we um, good. We good. I do like But, yeah, to bring that's that an up. ungodly amount of money. $400, $400 million. Million. Yeah. Four hundred over ten years, and the thing is, he's only he'll be twenty six next year. So even if you gave him that contract, by the time it's up, it'll be he'll be thirty six. Although I have this theory that you should not play any baseball player more than five years. Wait, now what? You should not, no matter how old they are, you shouldn't sign. You should not look to sign a baseball player to a contract no longer than five years. I can get. I, I can understand that. Yeah, because I mean. Base, when baseball player, I mean, in any sport, when you lose it, you lose it. But it seems like when baseball players lose it, they lose it. Like yeah, it, it look at Lorenzo down. Cain. I mean, like, I feel like that Lorenzo Cain, yeah, I feel like he went from boom to, yeah. That's a reach. I feel like he was just a little, ba- he was a little banged up. A-Ward doesn't reach, all right? There's no filler, and A-Ward doesn't reach, all right? You know what? That's a great segue. That's a great segue. So we go. Let's go, Paul Blart. So we Segway. Go, yeah, Paul Blart, Mall Cops, horrible movie. We got, uh, we got bars. It. Yeah, yeah, that was horrible. Yeah, part one wasn't that bad. That was that was shady. Was awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I never saw any of them. Where I'm like, you're the only one in this room who's seen it. Anyways, I didn't really see. it. I was playing. I, I heard. I I actually heard it wasn't that bad. If oh, I can take that bad. You yeah, you're good. You you. He says things like poo poo platter. Yeah. And and Bro, yeah. what is your deal? Like what are you doing? <laughs> like we're supposed to be a team, man. Bro, bro, okay. we're gonna have to throw some hands, man. We're gonna have to fist fight. <laughs> no, I'm supposed to, to say that. Fight. I'm supposed to say that because I will be the one that loses. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yo, speaking of bars, uh, if you haven't seen already, I think we've tweeted it. I tweeted it from the Brains and Bars uh, Twitter page. I haven't put it on the Facebook page. I need, I need like someone who can run the Facebook page. I don't have any money to pay you. I mean, oh, do you know free. anybody that's like not working at all? Um, <laughs> somebody has like a lot of extra time on their hands. Yeah, jeez. Uh, Only if we can think of someone. You disrespectful. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to calm down and stop laughing. Nah, I don't think I know anybody. (laughs) That was disrespectful. No one comes to mind. Nope, me either. Hashtag look to my right. (laughs) (laughs) But, yo, anyway, uh, yesterday, what's that, the 20th, right? Yesterday, um, A-Wars battle. From Gully versus Gannick uh, with Real Deal dropped. Um, so if you haven't checked that out, please go check it out. It's getting really good reviews. I think we were at, what, 
at some point you're looking at a thousand views an hour. Yeah, yeah. About so, I mean, that. that's that's pretty good. That's pretty good. So yeah. go check that out if you had, man. Let's yeah, push, please do. Get this thing to a hundred thousand. You know what I'm saying? Let's get it to. You know. That's my goal, man. That's my goal. I don't have a battle at a hundred thousand yet, so that would be nice. But, um, most of all, uh, I just think that it continually each battle gets recognized by a different group of people. So that's kind of pleasing to me. Is um. You catching the eyes of different fans or different people, and um, God is putting it in the hands of just uh, a lot of different circles. So it's not the same people watching my battle over and over, and just constantly pleasing the same people and making them, you know, laugh and like the bars and stuff like that. Like I'm, I'm gaining more and more and more. Um, I don't want to. I, I hate saying fans because I don't want to be like. I don't want to feel like that. But I mean, their family. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't want to feel like that. But it's just. It's cool to. It's cool to see. You know. So, um. But yeah, go check it out and and thank you. Thank you for uh, sharing it on the page. Thank you for, um, you know, just always being there to support it. So I appreciate that, man. Yeah, and one thing I will say, and like we, so we've all seen it. Excuse me. Um, at least once. Most of us. I don't know if Los has seen it or not. But we've all seen it at least. Yeah, lots of seen it. And the thing that that kind of catches me off, or throws me off, is like the third round, like the renovation line. Like I had to like kind of listen to it twice. And then this first, I don't know if it was your second round where you went in on the uh, the coffee scheme. Mm-hmm. And it was like when I listened to it the first time, I even when you said, "So I'm gonna run that back," it was like. And then when you go as far to me, I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> like, wait. I mean, it's just it's so much packed in there. Like, like seriously, if you haven't seen an A word battle, I would say first start with A word versus Saint Mike. Yeah, I would say start there at number one because I think that might still be my favorite battle of all time of yours in your short career. Yeah, that's definitely my favorite opponent so far. I mean, I still I I really enjoyed battling Real Deal. It was a great environment. I think he's amazing at what he does. Uh, it made me laugh a lot, but just as far as content-wise, like St. Mike is still my favorite battle to this date um, in regards to what um, what he brought to that table. So, But, yeah, no, Trent was telling me earlier um, uh, that, you know, there was stuff that he's just caught today, and he's seen the battle 10, 15 times. Um, and now here, the one time I look at Trent for confirmation for him to, like, chime in, he, he doesn't want to pick up the microphone. No, my, my feelings are hurt. Uh, but <laughs> but no, yeah. Uh, I watched the battle like uh, probably a, like I tell him like a fanboy amount of times, which is uh, embarrassing. But the one thing that I I like about battle rap in general is that like these dudes' minds, like well, some of these guys' minds, uh, some of these dudes just trash. But uh, uh but. If I can watch a battle like that much, and I'm pretty good at picking up punchlines, but if you can sneak some past me, like that's incredible. That's what uh makes some of these battles really subjective when people are trying to say who won or whatever. Cause you you got to go back and listen to like this a couple times to catch like his third round. I mean, I don't like a Ward, but his <laughs> third round, the beginning that renovation scheme. Like, that mug was crazy, and I think a lot of people missed it and all of the stuff that he wove into that renovation scheme is crazy to me. Yeah. yeah. Thank so you, bro. If you enjoy people who put words together, like, seriously, like, y'all should check out Battle Rap. It's really dope. Um, I really enjoy it, although I feel like some of the, the stuff that gets critical acclaim, uh, you can't, 
I don't know. Like I don't. I'm not a big fan of it. So uh, check that out, man. Again, it's on, on the KLTD uh, YouTube page. Go check that out. I don't know. Have you you haven't put it on IMA Ward yet? Have you? No. Yes, I have put it on IMA Ward. Right, so you can go to so, IMAward.com. It'll there be a link for it there. Go check it out, man. You're going to like it. If you like rap or if you just like people who with the ability to do witty things uh, with words. Side note, country music, some of the best writing you ever listen to. Yeah. That's neither here nor there. It's very talented writing in country That's music. That's random. Um, also, if you do have some country music tips for me, let me know. Definitely got a wedding coming up. 100% country music. Definitely got to do my research on that one. So uh, I got you. I got you. Hit me up uh, for some country music. Uh, Tennessee Whiskey. Um, I've been listening to Jason Aldean. There you go. Jason Aldean is cool. Yeah. Um, old boy from Hootie and the Blowfish. Yeah. Uh, Darius Worker. Got some good stuff. Um, it's like Kane. you can just Google the last name Garth. It's like <laughs> that's <laughs> like if your name is name Garth, Garth, then you uh, should you probably maybe pretty first good name at Garth? Yeah. Maybe first name Garth. I don't know Garth. Yeah. Garth just sounds familiar. Are you familiar. talking about Brooks Garth? I don't know. Yeah, I, I literally don't know. <laughs> Garth Brooks. Oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, there it goes. Yeah, yeah. There it is. There I saw what you did there. Yeah, <laughs> I saw what you did there. Hey Ward, I got to actually uh, go look this song up. I got a song for you next time. Um, you you and your significant other are are having a rough spot. Um, go. <laughs> you know we have good spots too, right? I'm just, I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> next time you you and her are having a rough rough patch. Go uh, look up Tucker Bethard, 2010 Tennessee. That is the name of the song. Oh, okay. 2010 Tennessee. And, uh, you know, go just send it to him. Yeah, I feel like this is going to be like Derek Dooley highlights or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. like, I'm going to go look up 2010 Tennessee, and it's going to be jokes on you. 13 guys are on the field. No, I <laughs> promise. This is actually, his brother is uh, C.J. Bethard, who oh. plays uh, quarterback for the Iowa Hawkeyes. Oh, gotcha. And you. his grandfather is Bobby Bethard, who used to be the GM of uh, – the Chargers, and I think he also built the '80s Redskins, maybe. So yeah. Anyway, look it up. 2010 Tennessee. Man, I'm not looking at that picture, of little Yachty. You just said, bro. Like that's <laughs> like this that dude. was the worst picture I've ever. <laughs> that's the worst picture I've ever seen. I seriously thought it was one of the kids from church, like when he sent it to me. Like I thought it was one of the kids from Rosedale. <laughs> This dude, Trent, just sent me this picture of little Yachty, and it is, like, the worst picture I've ever seen in my life. And shout out to human. <laughs> like, 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 that's the worst human picture I've ever seen. Man, shout out to Yachty, man. Like, dude is doing his thing, man. He out here sending this picture. This picture is horrible, bro. You just can't take pictures like that, though. Like, you just can't have orange hair and take pictures like that. Like, the blowout is not, like, the perm is not meant for every black man. Like, I just got to put that out there. But, again, shout out to Yachty, man. He doing this thing. He roasted uh, DJ uh, Funk Flex. Flex tried to get on him because he didn't want to uh, do a battle with one of his boys who's spitting that lyrical schmiracle. And Yachty was like, look, man, I'm making this money, having fun. I got fans. Like, why you hating? You would think you would be on my side. So, again, I don't rock with all this new age stuff. Not everybody. I'm cool with uh, Uzi Vert. I think he's nice. I'm cool with Thug. He's cool. What, what, um, what's, is there song titles they have? Like, you, like what is Young y- Yachty? Like, what does he have out? That's a great question. I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't. One, I know Shia LaBeouf dissed him in the five uh, with the sway. With Yachty? Yeah. No, I thought that was Soldier Boy that has the beef with. Uh, well, Shia LaBeouf said something about Lil Boat. Isn't that what they call Yachty? That is what they call Yeah, him. and he said something about him in the. 
in this yeah. freestyle. I think, I think, I think, I think one of them, they, first of all, they look alike to me, so I don't know who's who. who. Uh, Lil Vert and Yachty. We something. sound like so old right now. Right. Right. Uh, but they're Uzi. I think it's okay. But, like, they're but they whack. have a song called they Broccoli. Nice. Oh, that's yeah. Drum. That's Drum featuring Yachty. That's uh, featuring Yachty? Yeah, Drum is uh, the uh, I, I Like the Cha-Cha Dude. I like the uh, cha-cha. Okay, okay. It do not matter. Who's that? That's Uzi Vert, right? Yeah, it's Money Longer by Uzi Vert. I like that song, by the way. I feel like the other song, it's another song on the album I like more than that one. Though. Oh. The fact that you have the album. I mean, it's Apple Music. I can go look at it whatever I want. Do you have that, Los? No, I do not. Have Didn't that. think so. He's, he's a Spotify guy. Yes, I am. Right. He's okay, a Spotify so guy. So not Apple Music for you. Okay. No, I, okay. I don't think my phone oh, okay. uh, has that feature. Oh, okay. okay. All right, cool. Okay. Cool. But anyway, we digress. We digress. Um, we'll move on for the sake of time. Oh, you yeah. want to keep talking about your phone? You good? You want to be talking about? I'm good. Okay. Okay. Let's you kind of you kind of had to look. Don't like, you work at the school? Like you were upset. You work at school, don't you? Can we just move on? I don't. Then they say an apple a day. <laughs> I mean, you know. So the Cowboys won. Hey. Uh, right. So, so segue, segue, yeah, segue. We're gonna yeah. move on to the NFL. Oh, okay. Cool. Actually, you know. Eh, what time is it? Hey, man. I'm gonna have to say this: Westbrook versus Harden joint for later. Anyway, NFL, we will move on to the NFL. So if you haven't heard, Jeff Fisher got fired, and it's a, it was a really sad day for me because I enjoyed uh, enjoy making fun of Jeff Fisher. Um, the jokes at his expense, like I'm sad that we won't be able to make them anymore. Uh, I don't feel bad for him. He got paid. I mean, you know what I'm saying, signed a two-year extension, then got fired the next week. I, he didn't get fired. On, he got fired on his day off. He got fired on his day off. Um, had a horrible sat Sunday on Monday. He was out the door. So you know, good luck to him. Um, he ends Gus his Bradley got fired too, right? Gus Bradley got fired. He got the axe, and then had to fly home with the squad. Which I'd be like, Nah, man, I, I'm cool. I'm gonna find my own way back to the crib. Like you have to fly back with it. Nah, man, no, I, I mean, don't. Those are still your guys. I mean, bro, you can't. The owner and the them. GM are probably on the plane. Like the people who fired you after it. the game, I doubt it, bro. How you I think? He, you think they GM. called him? You think they called him on the phone like you fired? Nah, bro. They sat him down. I, I doubt that the owner and GM flies with the team. I don't think. Are you crazy? I think the owner and GM fly with the team. They fly with the team. They I absolutely. They I feel like they have their own. Have you seen the Have you seen the Cowboys uh, mannequin challenge? Well, first off, the Cowboys is an exception. I feel like the owner yeah. and GM probably I mean, just like sprout wings. You can't get and him fly. away from the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> he's always around the Cowboys, yeah. so he's sitting back there. <laughs> I think the normal owner and GM do not fly with the team. That's my personal okay. thought. I'm telling you, they fired. They call him into the office after the game. Was like, uh, this isn't working anymore. We're gonna have to fire you. But you know, if you still want to ride back with us. You know what I'm saying? Like you could, you can. I'd have been like, nah, I'm good. Right. Like I'm, a, I'm gonna go get me an Uber. <laughs> I'm gonna go to the airport well, he, and go hit up Spirit. And well, he just, just see got how fired. Get so oh, not Spirit though. I'm not gonna pay money if I just got fired to uh, buy me a, <laughs> a plane ticket. But your check is guaranteed though. <laughs> well, like, the check is coming. Well, yeah. I just got fired though, so I'm, I'm kind of in a funk, and I don't want. I don't want to talk to people. Yeah, I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to set up anything. I'm about to get on this plane and sit down. Please don't speak to me because I just got fired. What do you think Jeff Fisher's doing right now? Probably chilling. I hope you listen to this podcast, Jeff. Even though I like to make fun of you, I'd love to have you on the show. By the way, by the way, this is um hashtag shoot your shot two K seventeen 
hit us up. Who would you like for us to have on the show? So you can, you know, you can be as far ranging as you want. I ain't saying they're gonna come on the show. I'm just saying we're gonna shoot our shot. Right. And maybe we get, you know, maybe we uh, you know, we get lucky a few times. We get some people on. So yeah. we got some people reaching out to us in in January for the month of January. Local cats, um, trying to hit up the mayor, other people around the city to come on the show. But you know, I might hit up Jose Bautista, like, yo, wanna come on the show? We can talk about why you haven't been signed yet. You know, what what do you feel about the Orioles GM saying that we would have got you, but the fans don't like you, so you can't come. So, you know, if, like you said, hit us up at Brains and Bars on Twitter and just hit us up with who you would like for us to try to reach out and interview, and we'll make it happen for you, at least the attempt to make it happen for you. So, anyway, um, you know, I don't know what Jeff Fisher is doing. He's probably somewhere in, in L.A. or in the mountains because he likes to hunt and fish and all that super stuff. Uh, you know, um, we'll see. We'll, he's doing his thing. So, But he got fired. And the thing that, that got me to thinking about Jeff Fisher is you look at the St. Louis Rams, and as I look at the Rams, I ask myself, now, if you aspire to be a head coach at the highest level in football, which is the NFL, there's only 32 jobs. So it's a premium, right? These are premium jobs, and you would kill to have one. But you look at the Rams, and I ask myself, why would you want that particular job? L.A. I mean, that's cool. I mean, you know, L.A., I've been to L.A. a couple of years ago. It's a really dope spot. Great weather. I hate the time. You know, that, that Pacific time ain't my thing. Um but they Jared Goff, which Jared Goff, you know, doesn't look like he's a winner. Uh, and I shouldn't say he doesn't look like he's a winner. He doesn't look like he's any good. Um, they have no first-round pick next year. They have no third-round pick next year because they mortgaged their future to go get him. Their offensive line, they've invested. So sometimes when you invest in your offensive line, you get the Cowboys offensive line. And yes. sometimes you invest in your offensive line and you get the Rams offensive mm. line, which – you talked about Todd Gurley not being any good. Part of the reason he's not any good, the offensive line can't block to get to make a hole for him. Uh, when he does a make a when he does a good play, most of the time it's the result of his own effort, not the result of the blocking scheme. Uh, so I mean, I don't understand. Even if it's if you're Kyle Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan's name is going to be out there. Bill Musgrave, the offensive coordinator for the Raiders, his name is going to be out there. Um, I'm not sure. All Josh good, McDaniels, his name is going to be out there. Jim Bob Cooter, Dude. his name is gonna be out there. What, what a great, great. name! Yeah, Jim great Bob name. Cooter, you know his name. That's the, a nice name. Yeah, you know he's backup quarterback in Tennessee, and we come full circle. Mm-hmm. And we come full circle. So you know his name is gonna be out there to be. Uh, is uh, he that good? Like I never. He just kind of came out of nowhere. He's offensive well, coordinator I mean, for Detroit. He yeah. I mean he's getting. I mean he got the credit for turning the offense around after the Kansas City game because they fired their offensive coordinator. I think it was might have been Scott Linehan. Don't I don't want to wish that evil on him. It might not have been him, but whoever the offensive coordinator was for the Detroit Lions got fired after the Kansas City game. Jim Bob took over. The offense improved. Um, Matt Stafford is getting some MVP love, um, and in part is because of Jim Bob Cooter. Like, he's getting the credit for that. So, you know, I mean, if you're Jacksonville, same thing. Like, do you want to go coach Blake Bortles? I don't want to go coach Blake Bortles. You know what I'm saying? I mean, again, like, I, I just – it's no, it's no diss. Well, it is it kind is of a diss. diss. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I don't yeah, know how okay. you say that, especially yeah, after is. what you said earlier about Blake Bortles. Not a Blake Bortles <laughs> fan, like straight up. Um, but, you know, but why would you want to – if in some of these cases you only get one shot, and why would you want to tie your one shot to a franchise like Les Snead? Like Les Snead is the GM of the, of the Rams. Normally when they fire the, the coach, the GM is not that far behind. So – 
again, why would you hit your hit your fortune? True. So, L.A. great weather, Jacksonville great weather. I'm just not sure I want to be a coach. You can let me know if you had an opportunity to coach the Rams. Would you take it? You got Gurley, you got Aaron Donald, you got Robert Quinn, um, Alec Ogletree. So it's not that you don't; they're devoid of talent. But I look at it this way: when you talk about quarterbacks, right? Um, I look at to me. I've always said you don't need a franchise quarterback. You need someone who can, let's just say, be Russell Wilson. It's kind of hard to be Russell Wilson. Well, when I say Russell Wilson, I always look at Russell Wilson is one. He gets away with intentional grounding at least once a game, um, so they give him that. Two, um, they ask Russell Wilson to make like four or five plays a game, whether it be with his feet or with his legs. They don't ask him to be Tom Brady or Drew Brees. They ask him to just run the offense. So, you know, I mean, I'm saying like somewhere between Russell Wilson and a game manager. To me, that's that's all I need. If you can give me the talent you give me that level of QB play, you can win a Super Bowl. Mm. I think you're dumbing down, Russell Wilson. No, I'm not. I'm not. Like, he's he's put up better numbers the last couple of years, These like last year and this year specifically. But when they won the Super Bowl, Russell Wilson was not lighting the world on fire. You're not a Russell Wilson fan. No, no I'm not. But you're not letting it – you're not, not letting your bias totally take over this topic. No, I'm not. I think that there's a lot of truth to what you're saying. Look, Peyton Manning played the worst quarterback of his career and won a Super Bowl, in part because of what was around him. That's true. That is, but that is not to up for get dispute. to a Super Bowl, I think that you have to have – he didn't play that kind of football all year. Yeah, he did. I don't think he did. Eight touchdowns, 17 interceptions. Well, he was injured for the last what? I think if Peyton was fully healthy, he was not capable of being a great quarterback. I don't think he was capable of being a good one. Well, hopefully the, this 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 statement that you just made. Do you not remember the Ducks? Like, have we forgotten? Marcus Peter, the Chiefs were sitting on his routes. Anything that was an out route, they were sitting on it and trying to take it back to the house. All right, can we just change the subject? <laughs> I would like to. I would like to. Yeah. No, see, I have two Peyton Manning guys I'm sitting next to, it, so this is like this is like – slow like pouring salt in a wound for them to hear me talk about it but it's true it's true yeah this is this one's not going on itunes (laughs) 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 no i'm joking no you you might have some truth to that i'm saying to win a championship the last thing i remember peyton manning doing is throwing seven touchdowns against the baltimore ravens on opening day that's the last memory i have of peyton manning that was like 2013 yeah so we're just gonna stop there wow like that. Yeah. Wow. Uh, seven touchdowns opening day. Good way, to, good way to end that topic. Mm-hmm. Pay Thanks. What? But, but so, didn't Nick Foles do that or something? He threw do six. He threw six against the Raiders. Okay. I just was curious if somebody else. Trent, you're really great it. at just like if it was if it was dead, like you just kicked it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like like it, the horse was dead and you just came in. Let me make sure right. it's all the way gone. Give it that is he dead yeah. kick. Is he, yeah. Is he gone? Yeah. Is he gone? He's doing a great job of that. Jersey. Yeah. Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> man, that was the most – that was a disrespectful third round from St. Mike. Oh, God. Man. But anyway, um, speaking of Q- QBs, this wasn't on the, on the docket, but I'm going to bring this up real quick. Ezekiel Elliott is your MVP. This is not up for debate. Well, at least, well, we can debate it, but. There's no debate. 
Ezekiel Elliott is your MVP, and if you give it to a quarterback this year, you might as well rename the MVP trophy the quarterback of the year. Like, if you, if you play Madden, Madden has an MVP, they have a quarterback of the year, running back of the year, so on and so forth. If Ezekiel Elliott does not win this award, you might as if a quarterback wins it, and I've seen Derek Carr get some love, I've seen Brady get some love, um, Zeke was getting the love early on in the year. Now it's time to switch to uh, Dak. I've seen uh, Matt Stafford get love. This Russell is, Wilson's getting love. For what? I don't know. Here he goes. No. <laughs> no. No, man, but seriously, for what? Like I just looked at the updated odds, and it's actually Tom Brady, Russell Wilson, Ezekiel Elliott, Matt Ryan, Derek Carr, Dak Prescott, Matt Stafford, Drew Brees. Can we get Brady out of the list? He shouldn't be in the list. Like, his team went 3-1, and one, and he was suspended for four games, even though I think it was bogus. Like, to me, and I get it, he when he first came back, he was killing it. Um, but the offense has not looked good the last two games, basically since Gronk got hurt. The offense hasn't looked good. It will not look good because, I mean, Gronk is kind of like the entire offense, or he makes it go in terms of uh, getting those other guys open looks. Like Zeke, he's leading the league in rushing. He's averaging five yards a carry. He's had over 300 touches, which is interesting because you normally talk about running backs and getting hitting that 300 mm-hmm. touch plateau. So we'll see what happens with that as his career progresses. But, you know, I think he's third in the league in touchdowns, total touchdowns. So he's got 14. David Johnson has 17. So, you know, the dude should be the MVP. He should be – if he's not there – Dak is not as good. And I and that's no shot at Alfred Morris or Darren McFadden, who just came back. Those are good, capable running backs. But his vision, his ability to hit the hole, his ability to carry tacklers. But do you think that the fact that Darren McFadden rushed for 1,000 yards last year with that offensive line is maybe putting it in some of the voters' eyes that – It's still more than just that, though, Even man. a caveman can do it. He's doing – he's rushing – he's had a better season. With, and it's, he still has two games What did I go. read? He's, he, it's two points. 2.3 yards before he's even touched. So what? He still he still got to be able to make guys miss and get past guys once he gets to that second level. He's doing that. Like he's having a better season than uh DeMarco had when he, his last year as a Cowboy. Same line, better quarterback play in my opinion in 2014, but we're not going there. Um he should be the MVP. And again, like I said, if a QB wins it, like to me Odell Beckham is second to me. Because if if the Giants don't have Odell Beckham, they're not in the playoff race. Yeah. Because at least once a game, he makes a play that one, you go, good Lord. Like that that one-handed catch he had. It just made it look so easy this At weekend. the end of the uh, Detroit game, when he took the, the slant and basically just ran away from Brandon Carr, uh, which was the game-winning touchdown. I mean, what, bro? I got to talk about him, dog. You got to chill. You know what I'm saying? Like, your boys have still only got two losses, right? Three losses? I don't know. So, I mean, I'm just saying, like, Odell Beckham would be second on my list because he's, I mean, Eli. Uh, Eli's just trash. This Eli year, he's just, been horrible. Eli's just Eli. He's just going to do Eli things. Throw picks, miss open passes. It's just, it's, it's just thing. And kill my fantasy team. And kill your fantasy team. So, you know what I'm saying? So, that again, that, y'all can hit me up. Maybe I'm tripping. But those two should be one, two in the MVP race. And now for this is like kind of like the I told you so episode. Chiefs fans, what up? I tried to tell y'all. I tried to tell y'all. Y'all was all up again. Last after that Thursday night game, y'all up in my mentions. 
Y'all at the barbershop talking about we going to the Super Bowl. We getting home field advantage. I got on the radio Saturday night, and I said, man, this game reminds me of Tampa Bay 2.0. This, this had Tampa Bay written all over, all the way down to Alex Smith throwing a red zone interception inside the 10-yard line. A horrible, horrible interception. Now y'all in fifth place. Y'all in fifth place. Y'all need help to win the division. Y'all should probably make the playoffs. Yeah. They should make the playoffs, but you're in fifth place, which maybe that's where y'all need to be because when y'all get expectations, y'all just go overboard with it. Y'all do too much, and this is what happens when you do too much. All right? Now, I'm a 49ers fan. Hold on. Random, random, random interjection. Why is it when people – People equate your sports knowledge based on the team you root for. Yeah. I you agree. ever notice that? They'll be like, who your team? Who your team? Uh, my team is not. Oh, man, you can't talk to me about what What they got to do anything. My team sucks. I know this. Right. Like, There's a guy that's that's always at the place that we watch the games on Sundays, and he's a Jacksonville Jaguars fan. <laughs> but his knowledge is of Jacksonville Jaguars level, too. Yikes. So he kind of speaks against what you're saying. What yeah. <laughs> You but I understand what you're saying. Knowledge. Like you should, yeah. you shouldn't be judged knowledge-wise by the team you love, because I mean, but he's deception. Real Royals fans, you know, they might have had good knowledge, but there's at some point in time they were horrendous. So, shout out to Dwayne, by the way. Uh, the oh, the, that's his name. <laughs> <laughs> you disrespectful. Yeah, shout I, out to Dwayne. I didn't know. His, I didn't know. I think they grew up together. He's from Louisiana too, isn't he? Uh, he's from Louisiana, but we did not grow up together. Oh, okay. Anyway. Best friends. Best friends. But shout out to Dwayne, the Jaguars fan, who I guess apparently has no knowledge. Uh, so, you know, you're welcome to come on the show and, and prove no, them wrong. he can't. Oh, well, you yeah. just got vetoed. I mean, I got yeah, to get him. he can't come on the show. I have to be mindful of my part. Yeah, here. the neighbors, we hear him. <laughs> but anyway. But anyway. Shout out to fans. Dwayne. Um, so here, if I'm, if I were, and this is, this will never happen because John Dorsey values draft picks too much. But if I were a Chiefs fan, this is what I would do. First, uh, let me back up, let me back up, back up, back up. I'm a Niners fan, so I've watched Alex Smith from his rookie season up to now. I've in certain places defended Alex Smith where I feel like he's been overly criticized. I've criticized Alex Smith when he, when I felt like he was deserving of such criticism. I'm going to tell you all again, Chiefs fans, y'all not going to win a Super Bowl with this dude. Like, it's just, I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. Y'all not going to win a title with this man playing quarterback unless y'all defense is going to be 2015 Denver. Like, it's just not going to happen. All right. So, going into next season, I'm already writing this season is over. Y'all might <laughs> y'all might make it to the AFC title Golly, game. Golly, this is disrespectful. Yikes. Y'all might make it to the AFC title game because no one is great. We talked about that last year. There are no great teams. So, y'all could actually end up somehow lucking into a Super Bowl it won't be because Alex Smith led y'all there. It's going to be because something else good along the way happened. Maybe quarterback Derek Carr breaks his leg, something like that. Brady gets hurt. <laughs> wow. Something crazy. It's so crazy because you would think that the Chiefs, you know, might have maybe beat the Raiders twice this year, you know, but apparently they need their quarterback to break their leg for them yeah. to. Bruh, it playoffs a different monster. So, going into for the, the draft Raiders next year, who haven't been there in 15 years. <laughs> if I was the GM. <laughs> The Chiefs didn't had won a playoff game until last year. That's true, and they had to face one of the worst quarterback performances in playoff <laughs> history to get that W. Brian Hoyer could have threw he could have threw us interceptions in that game last year. He and was it's looking bad. like it's going to be the same matchup. And this time, y'all get that savage boy. Mm -hmm. 
I seen something online this they called him a twenty two savage. Hilarious. Twenty two savage. Twenty two savage. Why is that twenty one savage is one of those rappers that we all hate. Oh, okay. Yeah. What's old. the significance of the number? Is that his number? Twenty one savage is the name of the rapper. But what's twenty two? I have no idea, maybe because it's twenty one. Oh, I didn't know if that's Tom Savage. He's <laughs> like the next Savage Alive. Oh. He's a twenty second Savage. Yeah, he's. Yeah. Oh, Although twenty one cracks me up because it, that's his only ad lib. Have you ever heard him rap before? After I, every I've line, he goes twenty one, twenty one, twenty one, and he raps like like. Remember who used to joke on Mace for rapping really slow? Like he raps slower than Mace. I twenty one. And like after every line, I promise you not. When we're done, go look up a Twenty One Savage song. We'll do. And that album with Metro Boomin actually did pretty good for him. He had a he did a joint album with Metro Boomin on production. It did pretty good. But anyway, we digress. So going into this offseason, if I'm the Chiefs GM, I'm looking to trade up into the top ten and get Deshaun Kaiser. Yes, I'm biased. He's an Notre Dame guy. Yes, I'm biased, but I think he's going to be, at best, a game manager, which is what, and between game manager and Russell Wilson is what I'm looking at. You trade up to get a game manager? Yes. After trading. you have what's supposed to be the best game manager in football? Ooh. Alex Smith. <laughs> Please. You act like you never heard that. Like you never heard that about him. Yeah. But he's not a game Everybody he's not a, says that. But he's not a game He's He is – um. Hmm. I'm trying to think of an analogy, but it won't be a good one. So never mind. I won't. I won't <laughs> say that. He's uh, risk averse. He's he's risk averse to a fault. Like he is. Like he would be. He would be a great claims adjuster because he is risk averse to a fault. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I can rock with it. Man, I don't agree with it, but I like the analogy. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, a claims adjuster. Yeah, yeah, that, a, was that, should, that should be his nickname, the claims adjuster. But anyway. You know, he's he's risk averse to a fault. He doesn't take shots down the field, although the last couple of games he has. But he just doesn't do it enough. All right. So either you go get your QB or you go get someone, maybe not in the first round, maybe the second or third, and you immediately make a QB competition. With this with this quarterback that you draft, at worst he's going to be your backup because the Chiefs have wasted draft picks at quarterback. Tyler Bray, not doing anything. Aaron Murray, cut. Uh, the kid from Stanford, Hogan, cut. And Nick Foles is not your future. Like, people got all hype when he came in that one game and did well, and then he played, like, absolute trash the next week. So you got to go find your quarterback of the future. Alex's deal is up after 18. Go find your quarterback and build your team around that. I call that the Trevor Simeon plan, by the way. That's basically what Elway's doing in Denver. So go do that and go get your quarterback of the future. Or do you just get Romo next year? If I'm Dallas, I don't trade Romo. I do not trade Romo at all. I am a Tony Romo fan. And I'm unapologetic about that. I'm, I'm a Romo fan, and I believe that he is better than that. And thank you. I believe. I feel like we're in like an AA meeting right now. Yeah, like yeah. The way Lowe's is talking, like because is this a lot like, of people. I believe that. don't agree with with that statement. Yeah, because they're all on the hype of that. Yeah, I appreciate but you we, being on this train. If we with come me. down to levels and calmly think, Romo is clearly buried in that. Yeah, but uh, right now you got to ride the wave. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. 
I agree. I disagree with that last statement, though. I was with you with everything up to that point. I mean, Dak just went 32 for 36. I mean, there's not really a great timing to say, you know, that game you had before was kind of rough. I mean, well, I mean, you got to ride it because you now said that he's your guy. Like, you can't switch up now. Do you think the Giants should have benched Eli? No, because they don't have a better option, unfortunately. Yeah. So, here's my last, I don't want to call it hot take. Your backup. So, obviously, to me, the most important pieces of your team, for me, offensive, defensive line, in that order, then your backup QB. Most important pieces on your team. I completely disagree with that. This should have been called the Freestyle Podcast. I feel like you just brought that out of nowhere. Like you Your backup if you quarterback? you would have thought about that, you wouldn't have said it. Here's why I say this. You look at what happened with the Cowboys last year. Lack of a backup quarterback. Ruined their season. Had a 1,000-yard rusher. Lack of a good backup quarterback killed their season. You look at the Steelers. Lack of a backup quarterback hurt their season. The Bengals, had they had better quarterback play from A.J. McCarron, they probably beat the Steelers by worse than – they wouldn't have been in, in a position for Vontez Burfick and Pac-Man Jones to act the fool and cost them the game because they would have put up more points on the Steelers. Your backup quarterback is the third most important position. More I'm, so you know than what? the actual quarterback. Yes, I'm going over <laughs> your starter. Over your starter because if you're start, – because you're starter – you're looking for a franchise guy. You're looking for a franchise guy, right? Like that is the the goal of whether you get a quarterback in free agency or whether you draft one, right? Am I right? Yeah. Okay. So you're going to have that guy in place from Jump Street. So you're set at that position. Now if you have to find a guy who can be, I don't want to say your Garoppolo, your Jeff Hostetler. So let's say the most important is the offensive line, then the defensive line, then the quarterback, and then the backup quarterback. No. I'm going backup first. So do you trade to draft a backup quarterback? No. So are you just kind of looking around the fourth and fifth round, just looking for your guy before you even worry about your first round pick? <sighs> so what I'm what I'm trying to say is is that if you so let's just say statistically do backup quarterbacks play more than uh, starting quarterbacks? No, they don't. So I'll walk it back a little bit. Now walk it back. I'm going to walk it back a little bit. So I'll say your starting quarterback is 3A. Your backup quarterback is 3B. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Next topic. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, come on. No, I'm telling <laughs> you. I don't think we were missing with Trent the time in to kick this dead horse. I'm telling this horse you. Is dead. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You need your back. I'm still. I'm only saying this to just because. I think the point of this is uh, great. I think that you hit the nail on the head with the statistics of, like you say, McCarron, um, Landry Jones, even Hoyer. You know, um, Hoyer was horrendous. Like as as you know, aforementioned, Um, Garoppolo coming in, keeping the Patriots, you know, in line. I agree. I agree. Um, so the the point that you're making about the backup quarterback being a significant part of the football team, I agree with. Okay. Well, Third. Me, me too. Me too. <laughs> so we'll just leave that there. Actually, okay. boom, dead horse. Hold on. One last thing. <laughs> Trey, anything to say? <laughs> <laughs> last thing. Last thing I add to that. You know who gets it right though about quarterbacks? And see, I'm getting ready to give them some praise. Seattle Seahawks. 
they get it right when it comes to the quarterback. So they signed Matt Flynn to a big free agent contract. They drafted Russell Wilson third round, and they said immediately open quarterback competition. They didn't care about the fact that they gave Matt Flynn this huge contract. They didn't let them delay them from giving Wilson a chance. Wilson wins the job, rest is history. They do the same thing, although uh, they uh, signed Trevon Boykin out of TCU, undrafted free agent. He is their backup quarterback immediately. Um, they couldn't get Tavares Jackson because he had a domestic abuse incident in which his wife, this is on record, said, if you shoot me, he pulled a gun on her. She looked at him and said, if you shoot me the way you throw passes, you're not going to hit me. <laughs> wow. That's uh, that's that really happened. That was the <laughs> That's Don DeMarco. Don <laughs> DeMarco. That's Don DeMarco. He did not pull the trigger, by the way. <laughs> that was the toughest <laughs> line I've ever heard from a non gangster movie. That needs to be added to a gangster movie. Like, yo, like if your woman says that to you, like, what are you supposed to do? Like, you can't shoot her at that point. Like, you just yeah, got to put the gun no. down. Like, like you got that one. I would, I would have just looked at her and said, wow. <laughs> you hate me. <laughs> like, that is mad disrespectful. Like, you hate me. Like, I didn't know how much you hated me before. It's to that line. And you hate me. I feel like she had been, like, working her whole life up to that moment to say that line. Like, man. Point taken. Wow. Point like, taken. we're done. Like, there's no there's no amount of counseling. No. There's no amount of nothing. The love is gone. <laughs> man. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so that's why they, that they couldn't me, bring though. him back. Like, that kind of stung me a little bit. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Never say that. <laughs> like, never, women never say that. If you shoot. Like, the way you, if you shoot the way you throw a football, you're not gonna hit me. Oh, bad. That's bad. Yikes. All right, but anyway, man, that's our show. We're gonna end it on this point. We're gonna end it on this point. I have a, I have a couple of words I want. To oh, okay. oh, okay. Oh. Go ahead. Los's final thought. Okay, uh, there were some Pro Bowl selections, and okay. there was a certain player who was not selected to the Pro Bowl. His name is Sean Lee. And I am extremely upset that Sean Lee was not selected to the Pro Bowl this year. He is the heart and soul of that defense. He's on in on every play on that defense. He makes play after play, and he's not on he's not selected to the Pro Bowl. Shout out to him I for think, not getting injured this year. By I the think way. it's sickening. Sickening. And I will boycott. <laughs> I will boycott the Pro Bowl once again this year, like I do every year. But this year will be for a certain. Who week. chooses the Pro Bowl? And in the fans. Did you vote, Los? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was the quickest lie I've ever. And that right there is why we need a video <laughs> element to this podcast. Y'all need to the, see that face. That was the quickest lie oh, I've ever man. told <laughs> in my life. 
but I'm, <laughs> even though I know it's a lie, and, I, and I'm, I'm it. telling it's a lie, I'm going to say, yeah, I did vote for him. <laughs> yeah, yes, did. I did vote for Sean Lee. Sean Lee, of course I, I did. And I voted for him twice. <laughs> I, I kept hitting like re-seeing and re-seeing. So yeah, I did vote for yeah. So now we got that out the way. Yeah, I got that vote in smooth like yeah. last week, man. It wasn't yeah, yeah, so I wasn't even, yeah. All right, uh, by the way, Chiefs Pro Bowlers, Travis Kelsey, mm-hmm. Eric Berry, mm-hmm. Marcus Peters, and special teams Tyreek Hill. Oh, which, nice. Which none of those should really be surprising. No, no. <laughs> Nothing too surprising. Um... Almost surprised that any offensive players from the Chiefs got Pro Bowl selections, but Kelsey been beast in the last five games except last game. I think with DJ's injury and then obviously Houston not coming back for a while, and I don't think D Ford did enough this year to merit. But improved. He improved. improved. Yeah. Great to see him actually running towards the football players. Hilarious. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. I can see that conversation, D4's wife in the future, you know. <laughs> if you're going to run away from me like you do <laughs> the football players, <laughs> I can totally see that happening. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh, man. Well, but I yeah. appreciate being on the show. Hey, uh, before we do go, uh, we got Trent here. We got Los here. Both of them are playing Super Bowl championship games this week. Wow. Good yeah. luck to both of you all. Thank um, you. Thank you. Out of seven leagues, I mean, I'm in four Super Bowls. Yeah, we were just referring to one on the show. Okay. Um, so we were just talking about one. So that's <laughs> no, done. No. Okay. Let's move uh, on. I, I for one, am not rooting for Trent. Um, I'm but, not either. I'm not either. I beat Marcus. You know, I wouldn't be mad if Trent won. I, I kind of would be. Really? I, I kind of would be. I'm riding the wave only in Trump's America. In Trump's America. Make t- Trent's team great again is my slogan. Only in Trump's America. Thank you, Russians. I, however, think your team has hit. Thank you, Russians. <laughs> <laughs> I, however, think that your team has hit a wall. Yeah. Okay. That comeback. That was a crazy comeback. Yeah. Though. I thought uh, you were done. Yeah, I thought I was done too. But I'm a Cowboys fan right now. I had Zeke. I had Dak and Dallas me. defense, and them wow. together. Put me over the top by 11 points, just by the way. You know who helped you with Dallas' defense? Who? Sean Lee. Mm, Bring it back full, full circle. circle. Full yep. circle. Mm, full circle. Now, good luck to both of you guys. Um, are you A1? Did you? I mean, I'm not the. Nah, nah. Yikes. I'm, I'm, <laughs> wow. No, no, I really didn't mean it like that. Nah, nah. I really I didn't know, mean it like that. You didn't mean it like I, that. I promise. Somebody, I'm not even giving you jabs the whole podcast. Somebody else took but, it. But, like, there, I though. really didn't mean it that way this time. And you know what? I, um, the one reason why I'm happy A1 is not in the playoffs is because he would, he would not trade me a receiver that I wanted. And he dropped the receiver, Golden Tate, who we know he could have gave to me because he dropped them, and somebody else picked him up because they had a horrible we, we team. We really going? So we putting business out in the street? We put business out the show. Wow, this you is what? Yes, season I almost am. over. Season yes, almost I am. over. I, I was extremely, I'm extremely upset that you dropped a player that you knew I needed. Los wanted a Trent deal. He wanted, he oh. wanted Trent deals, man. It's like, bro, that's a once in a lifetime. That's you a Willie Walker golden the ticket. Player. You dropped the I player. I had to because I couldn't get, I couldn't get Jaws to agree to a two, two player deal. Who lost? What are you talking about? But, no. 
Josh lost. So you okay, gave your what, player. So, so you didn't need him anyway. Right, right. This dude but putting up 140. The principal. Yeah, the principal of it. Okay. That's principality to this smoking. Yes. That's what you're saying. Okay. And so well, I, <coughs> I got one championship in the books and uh, and one more to go. So Congratulations for that win yeah. last night. Yeah, I congratulations. Mean, that was big. Thank you. Thank you. That was big. Um, Things like that don't happen to me. I can't believe I celebrated. <laughs> like, I actually celebrated your win. Well, like, I, I, I walked into the establishment that we were watching the game at. And um, what the, establishment was this again? Ugly Joe's. Okay, Ugly right. Joe's. Shout out to Ugly Joe's. Shout out to Ugly Joe's. Hey, Ugly Joe's, give us a sponsorship. Ugly man. Joe's, I think, is the only restaurant whose cups are their to-go cups. I think so. Are you supposed to take those out of there? You can take those out. Yeah, of you there. can take them out of there. Yep. Okay, I didn't anytime know that. you ever want to, that's the to-go I, cup. I think Ugly Joe's cups are kind of like the hot, the Tabasco sauces uh, at uh, Chipotle. You probably not supposed to take them. But wait, people you're definitely wait, wait, wait. not supposed you're to take those. To take those. <laughs> you might not supposed to take them. Are you, you admitting to? But you so, don't want so, it in the bag. You just like you don't want it in the bag. Haven't you seen the wire? <laughs> just don't want it in the bag. I don't, don't worry about it. Like, like that's a, like that's illegal. Yeah, <laughs> like you like you stole that. Like yeah. <laughs> no, that was that was you're, wrong. The, you're the reason why people <laughs> are complaining. Like why should no never eat Tabasco sauce? When I get here, <laughs> like there's never any Tabasco sauce. Listen, we would go to Chipotle all the time at work, and every time, boom, bottle going in the bag. Let's go, boom, let's go. We gotta go. What the heck? You would think with Who that much that? Tabasco sauce at home, you would have bottled water. Wow. <laughs> Full circle. Full circle. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> this dude. He still steals st- Tabasco from Chipotle. And then aired himself out. Like, right. Like on, like, that is nothing like ugly shit. Yeah. He's like, uh, yeah. You're encouraged <laughs> to take the. Oh, so we, so, so we all ain't stealing Tabasco? No. Oh, so that's not what we're doing? No. no. Not at all. No, okay. no one's doing it. So it's just me? Yes. It is literally just oh. you. Okay. That's funny. Um. Anyway, yeah, it was a great win last night. I walked into the establishment. When I walked in, Ryan Kelly scored. And the first play that I saw, and I was already upset, but. We held on, and the Redskins did what the Redskins did and helped me out and basically didn't play him the whole second half. So, shout out to uh, that win. Great win. Yeah, yeah. shout out to uh, my team last year, you know. Yeah, you're still the champion. I'm still the champion. You got, what, a few more days? I got a few more days. I'm still the reigning I'm still the reigning Shout out to, who's the guy Los is playing in the championship? What's his name? Uh, Oh. Uh, I mean, I kind of got to say Reese because, you know, he's, you know, part oh, of the yeah, team. He, yeah, I got to be I got to be corporate guy right here. I was hoping um, he didn't make it because he has a good team. Yeah. I was kind of hoping the other guy made it. Do you guys have any kind of, like, you know, gentleman's bets or anything like that on uh, it? No, we don't. I Does don't, he owe you some bread, though? You know, I don't put stuff on the streets like that. At least not till the season's over. But my PayPal is not. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, so he hasn't hit you up and said anything like, "Okay, the loser buys dinner." No, he hasn't. He hasn't. Because uh, that would just totally be weird, right? Yeah, that would be, yeah. Weird. That would be absolutely weird that somebody would actually say, "Here, hey, you want dinner?" Yeah. Yeah, that'd be weird. We're looking at you, buddy. <laughs> Everybody's pointing at you, Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway. we need to end this because uh, everybody's been just listening to us, to us talk about each other for like seventeen minutes. And enjoyed it. I right. too, yeah. So shout out to you. If you're still listening at this point, I feel like this is like J. Cole's uh shout outs at the end of yeah. Forest Hill Drive. 
if you still listen to this, shout out to you. Hashtag um, us full circle. I, that should almost be a thing that we do at the end of every Just episode. to let us know that you made it. <laughs> that's, that's what I was about to say. Like, if, you, if you are a fan of this show, you know that this happens towards the end. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you, you, you. And and most of it is solely because Trent just wants to stretch out the studio time. Yes. Yeah, can. I got need that extra $5. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's all that it is. Matter of fact, I think the PayPal you. I think you pay. Trent doesn't have PayPal. No, I'm talking about you. Oh. But anyway, we're talking business. Anyway, <laughs> we shouldn't be talking business. So anyway, um, shout out to you guys for standing and listening to us go back and forth. Um, once again, at Brains and Bars on Twitter. Um, search at Brains and Bars on Facebook.com. Like the show. Uh, check out for content. We're going to get Trent right on that right away. Um, you know what I'm saying? Give him something to do during the day. Um, Yikes. Yeah. You know, SoundCloud.com backslash Brains and Bars to listen to all the episodes. Or go to iTunes, search It's a Black and White Thing. Um, if you have Android, what are you doing with your life? Go get it, an iPhone. I'm getting my new iPhone tomorrow. Um, and it, whatever podcast app they have, it should pull from the iTunes feed. So you should be able to search it on your Android app in your podcast app to find the show as well. Subscribe, rate, and review us. And, again, hit us up. Um, shoot your shot, 2K17. Who do who would you like to see us reach out to to try to have on the show? We'll reach out. I mean, if you say Obama, like I would literally reach out to the White House and be like, yo, we would love to have you on. Um, Obama has done a podcast before. I know for sure he's done one with Mark Marin, Marrow, something like that. Yeah, Mark Marin. Goodness. Yeah. I listened please. to that. Is this Mark Marrow? Like, like the one that used to walk to the on. ring with Goodness. Sable? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't remember how to say his last name, but I listened to that episode when he came on his show. That guy has a huge podcast, by the way. Does it out of his uh, garage, garage? I think. So garage um, in uh, L.A. I think. So yeah, um, so yeah, just let us know who you want us to hit up. Um, so hashtag shoot your shot two K seventeen hashtag full circle. We appreciate y'all listening, man. We Merry Christmas, Feliz Navidad, uh, Happy Boxing Day, Happy Kwanzaa, all that good stuff. Um, yes, sir. Uh, do you want a quick update on the pick'em before we go? Uh, yeah, who's winning? Uh, I bu- <clears throat> I'm sorry, let me pull it up right, right quick. I believe it was Jesse. Uh, Abby was in the lead. He'd but be let back me to back. Let me double check. I thought he had yes. it ready when he interrupted. Right, right. I thought he had it ready. Like, I was I pulling thought- it up, but yeah. you know, I got that free Google Fiber. I didn't pay for it. Yeah, so it's a little slower. So basically, um, you just like you just. But number one, we have Jesse Abby. Number two, we have them boys. The Number comeback is hold real. Up, hold up. Yeah. Hold up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then we have Missional 816. The homie Marcus is four. And uh, tied for fifth is some guy named Fatboy Trey and Pretty Geeky Guy. All right. Yo, shout out to the homie Mike on Austin. All right, so we appreciate y'all listening, man, especially if you made it all the way to this point where we basically spent the last 17 minutes doing what we do before we start the show. Right. Uh, we'll see y'all after after Christmas. Um, so, again, I hope everyone has a happy holiday. Um, again, Christmas, Boxing Day, Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate, or if you, even if you don't celebrate. Although, if you don't celebrate, like, it's kind of a hater move on your part. I mean, just enjoy the spirit of the season. But whatever. Uh, do your thing. Do you. You be cool how you be cool. You know what I'm saying? We appreciate y'all for listening. So, anyway, until next time. Wait, wait, hold up. What's the problem? Well, well, why is it a hater thing who if they don't celebrate? They I mean, just don't want to celebrate. Like, who says they can have the freedom to just not, not celebrate? Yeah. Because because normally people who, who, who don't celebrate, like, they end up 
trying to sprain on other people's parade, right? No, not really. Well, then you call those people out. Yeah, right. So, like, it was just. Everybody don't yeah. celebrate. Okay. If you bad. don't celebrate, you're a hater. So, the dude yeah. who went to the mall in Texas and tried to ruin all the kids' Christmas by telling them that there's no Santa Claus, that Jesus is the reason for the season, which technically, I mean, I agree that he is, but you let people believe what they want to believe. And when they get to a certain point, they'll find out Santa Claus ain't real, and then they'll move on. But you ain't got to go there ruining them kids' Christmas. So anyway, if you do stuff like that, you're a douche, like straight up, <laughs> like straight up. I have no, I have that. I get it. Okay, I get it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. bothered you that that happened, and yeah. I see why you said it now. Yeah, like that. Okay, I saw so that full I, circle. Right. Yeah, yeah, full circle. Because I almost brought that into what I learned this week, but I chilled on that. Okay. But anyway, you know what I'm saying? No Dang sense. it! Why can't we end the show? We're like a Baptist preacher. Anyway. We were letting you go until you so, just no, got mad. No, because no, what happened was I was. Well, you know, there's go. more than just Baptist preachers that take a long time. Why does it got to be a Pentecostal? Yeah, I feel like you're just. They a, take a long time. No, nah, because I was ready to close it out, and then y'all was kind of like looking at me crazy because I said you were a hater. Well, so anyway, just take the looks and so since so going. since we're not ending this show, this was trivia. I mean, yo, what do y'all want to do? Whoa, 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 I mean, because you laying down on the couch right right now, like you everybody about to go sleep. So uh, I'm gonna need happening? you to uh, There's first a dead off, horse. There's a dead horse. language. All right, yeah, yeah, it is, it is. yo, it's it's been a black and white thing. All right, man, holla, y'all. Deuces.